If you've heard it once, you've heard it me say it a hundred times. Speaking is the fastest way to cash. And it doesn't matter whether you have visions of being a big speaker on a big stage or whether you simply want to speak to somebody one-to-one. -one. Speaking is an essential skill that you must develop. And I'm super excited today on Amplify Your Marketing Message that we're going to be sitting down to talk specifically about growing your business with three ways in the speaking arena. And I can't wait to introduce you to our guest today. Please give a very warm welcome to Miss Jasmine Haley. I'm super excited to have you here as my guest. She is the owner of a thing called Legacy Scaler, and I can't wait to hear all about this. Welcome to our show today. Thanks for having me. I'm super excited about this conversation today. Oh, it's going to be awesome. So I want to know, first off, because, you know, you you have a whole business built around helping people be effective, both in a speaking capacity, but also in a training. And you set that out as two separate things. Talk to us about speaking first as a business and how you got involved in this. You know, I really stumbled upon it. I was in I was in a full time faculty position. I was teaching. My specialty was in public health. And I worked with students as well as marginalized populations in my area of expertise, which was persons living with HIV and with substance use disorder. And I happened to experience a challenge with my health that was related to burnout. And I had to make a decision if I was going to stay in my place of employment or was I going to actually branch out and leave? And so one of the gifts that I knew I had was being an educator and being able to utilize speaking. And I knew that because I spent several years volunteering with a nonprofit association, hosting events as a full-time faculty. I was responsible for that. And I also had the opportunity of helping to plan and organize continuing education events and have the opportunity to see what speakers were being paid. So I knew that that was an option for me that I could leverage as I would leave my work environment and utilize the skills for me being an educator, working um, in educational methodology, and then utilizing it in the gaps that I saw with my area of expertise. You know, this is interesting because many people come into the world and say, I don't know that I have this skill or that um, I potentially could use this skill to create income. And whether that is income as a direct paid speaker uh, or as somebody who is on a stage but creates income simply from the application of speaking. Um, yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that because in your business, when people come to you, what are they thinking speaking will do for them? And how do you start leading them down the understanding that there's a lot of different paths to pursue? Yeah. So when I initially started, I, I would have a lot more professionals, people that were already licensed that just wanted to do more and have a bigger impact. Today in 2023, I'm actually working with a lot of people who already have a business who know that utilizing speaking is a great marketing tool that will allow them to get their message out there, but then lead to their bottom line of their business. So I still get twofold, right? I have people who want to make a bigger impact, who want to reach more hearts, who want to do legacy-driven work. And then you have those who have a desire for that, but they also are building a business and they want to see how can speaking play a role in some of their business revenue goals that they have. 
You know, it's interesting because I always, when I, when I first crossed paths with you, one of the things that just really struck my heart was impact was about legacy. And, and I always say to people, I get out of bed for impact. The money follows. I don't get out of bed for the money. The money just happens to be a secondary thing. And that's something that I thought was such a beautiful thing when I was watching what you were doing and how you were creating impact in the environment. When people come to you, why do you, what is the first of the three ways you say, like, let's talk about speaking? Yeah. So I would say the first of the three ways is um, before we get to that, though, I, I kind of want to know the why. What is, what's the reason why? Because speaking and utilizing speaking is not for the faint of heart. It's a lot of things that kind of creep up, creep in, such as shame or vulnerability when you get visible. Like all the things that you thought you may be over with is going to creep up when it comes to speaking in front of people. Okay. <laughs> That's true. Cause I tell people all the time, the story you don't want to tell is the story you need to tell. And they're all like, what do you mean by that? I said, you know exactly what I mean by that. And they're all yes. like, start backing away. And I said, okay, I'm still going to tell you this is gold nugget. The story you don't want to tell is the one that you need to get into. And it's interesting that you talk about your wife has to drive you past all the trash. It's going to yes. come up. <laughs> yes, I often talk about becoming deeply rooted in your worthiness because you may say you're ready, but when you get in front of individuals and you have people that may have to be escorted out of your room, I've had people escorted out of my room because they were hecklers. I've had people question who I was. If you don't understand the fundamental pieces of what makes you who you are and why you're doing the work that you're doing, you won't be able to fully leverage speaking to its full capacity um, mm -hmm. because the storms will come. You know, they're going to come. And if you're not rooted deeply into that, why and that purpose, then what will happen is the storms will come and they will sway you in one direction away from what your original plans are. So mm -hmm. I would say that's the very first step. And then we can talk about like, what are some of the options that you can leverage speaking? And what I want the listeners to know is, is that speaking is beyond just a keynote. There are ways in which when we step up on lives, on social media, on um, in the boardroom, you know, that's one one mechanism. So using social media, showing up um, in uh, a capacity that's like in an online space is one way. Mm -hmm. And if you want me to continue with the others, I will. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back to that. So this is an interesting one because I... I, I... I, I honestly am so grateful that you said, you know, I, I had to escort people out of the room. People were hecklers because I do think this is an interesting conversation. I think when we start thinking about speaking, we think maybe of the destination and maybe, you know, of, of what it will look like when everything is together. Mm -hmm. However, we don't start together. We start mm -hmm. usually quite discombobulated. We start with a bit of a hot mess. Maybe we're still finding our clarity. Maybe we're still finding our story. Maybe we're still learning to embody my worthiness. And, and the interesting thing is, is the earliest place people often start is you're right. Number one, which is in the social online space. And it's probably the place that has the most propensity to judgment of hecklers because it's so easy for the audience to sit safely behind the screen and cast the stones. And I'm, I'm curious when you talk about, you know, the work that you do, um, how do you prepare somebody for, you say, the rough waters that can pull you off course? Is there anything that you guys cover in that? Because I certainly think people think it's easy. Listen, hmm. It improves with time. <laughs> yeah, 
I, I think the biggest thing that comes with that is just exactly what I shared on the outset. Like if you don't understand why you're doing the work that you're doing, and if it's not directly tied to some sort of level of impact or legacy driven work, you won't last. Mm-hmm. You just won't last. So I've, I remember one particular uh, topic that I was, I had the opportunity to speak at a national event and a friend of mine messaged me and said, hey, have you seen this conversation? There was an entire thread about my particular topic at this conference that was happening on a national level. And they were totally annoyed with the topic, okay? Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I remember specifically the national organization contacting me on how to respond to some people that began to complain to them about me hosting this topic in this conference. And I had to be firm enough to understand that that the discussion that they were having had nothing to do with me Mm -hmm. and that the work that I decided to do was necessary to help the marginalized populations that were being overlooked. So I had to think about my duty as a healthcare provider at that time Mm -hmm. and, and the voices that needed an advocate. And so I think that's a key part. It's like, how do you withstand the hecklers? Of course, there's a preparation that when you present, how do you keep moving on? Or how do you address someone directly on when you're speaking? But then the other part of it is, do you understand that there's people waiting for you to share share this message or need this message that you have to share? And are you in a place that you're willing to live with regrets if you don't show up? and share that message. And I wasn't one that was willing to do that. And I, and I, 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 I love so much about what you just said. Two things. Number one is what drives you and recognize that your audience is not the whole room. You have to have the courage to show up for the people that need to hear your message. And that's where we talk about the vulnerability, the story you don't want to share. It is divisive intentionally. Let it be. And pursue the why through the rocks to say this matters in the bigger scheme of things. And I know when I looked at my vision and and I was an introvert who learned to speak because I was always in front of a new class saying, hi, be my friend when I was growing up. Eventually I, I learned the skill of teaching people how to speak. And at that time I said, it is so not about you. Yeah. And never forget that because you have to feel this pull and you're using the word legacy to say this matters more and I must hone my craft because you will encounter some interesting things. And I think in the online space, um, you know, you could have in this instance, as you shared that story, set aside and said, I will take a back seat. I'll dim my light. I won't be as maybe um, strong stanced in terms of why we're doing this. I have great faith that I want to say congrats for, for owning that line. So I'm going to hold the line. And, and you know, I talked about this on a recent um, newsletter to, that I sent out to my team. I said, as the business owner, you must hold the line. Yeah. You have to set the standard for quality. What do you stand for? What are you prepared to tolerate? And what are you prepared not to? Recognizing that that might not be your audience. It doesn't yeah. mean there isn't a audience for you. And you have to keep going through it so that people say, I love your courage. Yeah. Courage is a movement piece and movement is what we're always looking for. Of course, in the world of marketing is to take the next step. So let me lead you to the next step. So you've got online. What is another key way that we can grow our influence, our legacy and our business in the world of speaking? 
So one of the ways that I have seen is through events. So this is the one that most of us are aware of. There could be virtual or there could be um, in-person events. So you have summits, you have webinars, master classes. We have in-person events that could be done locally, regionally, nationally. These are all ways in which we can get our message out there and, and to share it with the world. So what we need to really understand is once we start branching out into other places that uh, are not our own, we need to start getting really clear on our messaging and what our signature topic is going to be and how it would benefit the audience so that people who are externally not connected to our business will understand the impact or the benefit of hiring you for their, for their service, for their event. Mm -hmm. And this is an interesting one because I think that what I loved is you need to think about what is in it for the host, for the event organizer. And I think often this is an early misstep as you develop your speaking career and your speaking platform is you're like, I need the application of the practice. That's mm -hmm. awesome. We all do. However, to be booked as a speaker, whether it is paid or unpaid, virtual or on a um, formal event in real life, we call it now, um, it is really important to say, what's in it for them? Mm -hmm. What is the deliverable? And you have to have one. And, and I love that you're working with people to talk about the signature talk, because that's what do you get known for? Yes. And when you get referred, it's because this was on point, there was a clear result, and they were a commencement professional in the experience. Yeah. So I love that you're talking about what's in it for the host. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Really play, really play that lens, right? Yeah, and absolutely. And you have to understand their business. They want to have as many people as possible join their program. They also want people raving about their event. Are you going to be an asset to the event or are you going to come in and you know, tank their their overall goal of, or the culture or the environment that they're trying to instill for their community. And so we have to take it, take it, don't take it personal, but understand that as we are looking to get into other spaces that may, be, may not be our own, we have to understand the, the value that we're bringing. The market value needs to be established as well when people are hiring us cold. This is such a small community. And so I will tell you event, especially in the event one, which is our second pillar of three ways to grow your business with speaking. This is a key one. People are connected to people and you okay. want to be on the list of they were great. They showed up, they delivered and they were, a, I'm going to say a bankable name. I would have them back. And I know when I built my early stage, both whether I was on other people's stages or eventually as I created my own, one of the things was if you need a pinch hitter, she's a great resource. She's a great delivery and, and she, she reads the room well because she's focused on what do you need it to be? Yeah. This is my signature talk. What is the small tweaks or the lenses that, that will really anchor and lift this room because they want a full room and yeah. you're right. They want their businesses and their offering to be filled and yeah. have a great raving audience to say next year you got to be here exactly. so let's move to the third pillar what's the third thing that you see as an opportunity yeah so i often i i don't always speak as vocally about this but this is for people who are more advanced in the work that they're doing so the third way is really get into a place of understanding the solution that you have and building frameworks around that and licensing your intellectual capital 
So mm -hmm. what happens for most speakers is that we think that, again, it's just keynotes. And I'm going to let y'all know, I did not start my speaking with any keynotes. I started my speaking with continuing education courses that were licensing professionals. So there are multiple ways. You have keynotes, you have courses, you have workshops, and then you have the ability to license out your intellectual capital that could be a solution to other organizations or individuals. And so I'm on a mission specifically to help more women and to help people, uh, more BIPOC individuals get to that space of doing that because there aren't enough of us who are licensing our IP. We often are giving it away. You know, we don't see the value in it. And what happens is, is that when we are speaking and thinking about growing our business, when we can get to the place of licensing our curriculum and our expertise, we can have huge strides towards economic growth. And we know, we know as women, we're going to give it back to our community. We're going to give it back to our families. We're going to be generous with it, right? We're not going to hold it back. There's so much power that happens when more women are able to close the economic gaps that happen if we can just have the opportunity to leverage our own brilliance. I love that you're guiding people through this because someone who's actually in your neck of the woods, who's an amazing woman in so many ways, she always says to me, so what are you going to do to get this in front of more people? Mm -hmm. You're awesome. But what are you going to do to get this? Are you going to license it? Are you going to franchise it? How do you get the message out? Because you have the skills to mentor other people through this. That is where the engine comes. And she happens to run a, a financial uh, CFO business and mm -hmm. fractional at that. And she's like, she always challenges me. And she sits in that community of biopic. And I'm like, sweetheart, I, that just scares my brain when I think, think about it. I could see it, but the jump in is, is you know, it's, it's a scary one. But I love yeah. that you're saying this because we do. I 100% heartfully agree with you. We give it away. All and the time. the value and the impact and the legacy and the ripples is every reason why you get out of bed today. Yes. I want you to see this could be a stepping stone to changing a lot more people without it meaning overwhelm and you delivering all of it. Yes. That's where we fall into the chasm. Yes. <laughs> what just oh, happened. you're preaching. You're preaching, Christine, okay? <laughs> I, am. I was just like, oh, I love that you brought this in. I love that it is a bit unexpected. So I want you as the audience here to be thinking, how, like, how could I? And you don't have to have the answer to that, but I want the seed planted. And when yeah. you're ready, I want you to come and find Jasmine and her organization because they're absolutely fabulous. So one of the things I like to do on this is talk about, because you're a business owner like I am, your peers, and what is working for you? Amplify right now in your business. What is creating movement and momentum to take mm. your business to that bigger impact? Relationships. I have grown my business, believe it or not, to a multi-six-figure business with genuine relationships. And relationship marketing is everything for me. I'm very heart-centered. Um, obviously, as you can see, I'm legacy-driven and values-aligned. And working and partnering with others in that way is important to me. Um, I don't know if you've ever taken a Clifton Strengths assessment, but relationship building skills is one of my top five. I have one of them. And so that's essential. So I have seen when I'm aligned with myself, when I focus in on, on the deep connection with the people that I work with or even other business owners, and by serving them in, with excellence in, in whatever form or whatever shape I'm able to do, that has allowed my business to flourish because mm -hmm. people have spoken my name in rooms that I can't be in. 
I can't be in every room. I'm raising children. I'm I'm a, I'm a spouse, right? But I know that when I do interact with people, it's a part of my legacy. I'm leaving little gems of who I am with every person that I meet, with Christine, with all of her listeners, right? And so I don't know if at any point someone who may need my assistance can say, you know what, I remember speaking and I remember talking or listening to, to Jasmine. Maybe you should reach out to her. And that's exactly how I've grown my business. I love that because as you know, I'm like, okay, people powered, people powered is where it is all at. That is why I've had such a fabulous connection with you when I crossed paths. And I'm so glad you said yes. When I said, do you want to go play? I'd love yeah. to have this conversation <laughs> together. Where do people find you? How do they learn about your business and working with your team? Awesome. So you can find me at jasminehaley.com. I'm a Jasmine without an E. And you can find me on Instagram as well as LinkedIn. And I have a wonderful podcast called The Legacy Speaker Show with all the tools that you could need for your own speaking and training needs. Guys, we hope we have cast your imagination bigger than you started when you joined us here today on Amplify Your Marketing Message. We want you to invite yourself to the game of speaking, to the game of influence, to the legacy builders. This has been Jasmine Haley and myself, Christine campbell Rapp, and your host here on Amplify Your Marketing Message, three ways to grow your business in the world of speaking. We will see you all on our next episode. Jasmine, thank you for being our guest today. Thanks for having me.